Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. TJ and I will be performing together in Portland, Oregon at Helium Comedy Club, October 21st through 23rd. TJ will be going to Syracuse, October 29th through 30th. I will be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento, November 5th and 6th. That same week, November 4th through 6th, TJ will be in Spokane, Washington. And then November 12th and 13th, I will be at Ogden, Utah at Wise Guys. TJ will be in Albany at the Funny Bone. So, Come on out and say hello. We always love catching up with the 12 and a half. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. T.J. always has peanut butter, and it's organic peanut butter, but now he sells his own peanut butter uh, after the shows, and I think it'd be funny if one of these clubs supplied your peanut butter. I've expected that to happen. For what? Like with their food? Well, they, you know, when we show up, there's always, you know, you always have seaweed that's in the rider. But we show up, and the, the peanut butter they, they have supplied is yours. I, I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Oh, I see where they have As if, like, we're it. taking this... No, they, they're they being cheap. They're like, we're going to take it from his box. Yeah, for the merchandise. Butter. I think that'd be funny. Oh, I, I, I think you'd get a kick I out make of them. Yeah. I think it would be funny if I make them buy the peanut butter. So I'm like, <laughs> you can purchase these four peanut butters. But I need these in right. the green room. But they would find a way to get. Take I think that out I of think it's funny if, if 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 it's the other way. If they surprise you with it, and they're just like, "We just took it out of the box." I that think would you would find really that funny. humorous. I think you're the kind of guy. Well, then I should put like it that. right here where it says, um, "Seaweed snacks and crunchy organic peanut butter and bananas would be nice." Yes, um, but vital peanut butter, and I'm just gonna put. Um, in parentheses, ordering three jars of mine <laughs> is fine. <laughs> Tell you as if it's like, I know you want to order those. That's fine, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rider, you wanted to be funny. I had to stop doing the turkey sandwich because after a few years, people are kind of like, Running out ideas. We've done this, yeah. But now I, I say Plus, flowers, it, I'll be honest, it was gross. It was grosser than the Kate pinata said, part. You well, show you up and it was... You can't really eat it. And then the pinata I didn't use on stage very often. So people... Yeah, it's like the joke wears thin after a while. So now I say I want flowers in the green room. 
Um, some dead or dying. So we're we're in the green room closet right now. This I, is the smallest. Do you think that's what it is? This is the closet. I guess this it is, is the green room. This is the green room uh, of the green room. Yeah, like if, if you like want wait, if you're waiting in line, right? To do you're the waiting to room. get into the green room because there was another show this afternoon. It's funny you have to walk into the green room to get into the waiting room to get into this is the waiting room for the actual green room we're in, and which it's is actually, the wait, which is the waiting room before it, you. It's tiny now. Perform. I don't know a lot about closets, folks. You just know more uh, you know? about the size of closets and whether or not they're too big, folks. <laughs> We can barely fit both of us inside this mini. You know your closet's not big enough room. when uh, TJ and Cash are doing a podcast in it and their knees are rubbing, <laughs> folks. Then your closet's not big enough. Um, no, it's we're in a strange uh, in the green room of Cobb's Comedy Club. We're in a very strange small room with one fluorescent light and a lot of sort of switches to outlets. There's no furniture in here. They've no. just stuffed a bunch it, it really of extra could be, chairs. It, it might be just more of a storage room. I think it is. Well, they're keeping these chairs in there if they need to pack even more people in. And the thing about this During show, the pandemic. and we're doing uh, the uh, the show Cashing In with T.J. Miller, if you haven't heard. and As we speak. And I had a lot of uh, different guests lined up, and they all left, and then I got you to kind of course you into the green room. Well, they're actually in the green room. They were yeah, finished the waiting, yeah. and I was told I had to come into the green room right. to wait. To the and waiting, you, and you happened room. to be here with podcast. And I was in equipment. here with the podcast equipment, and now the door has been locked behind us. So I don't know what's going to happen, and that, my friends, is the cliffhanger. <laughs> I on the it's other the side of that was like, "Are we done? What happened?" I told you it was going to be a tight, how high am a tight I? Classic. It was the tightest of all the classes. It was the tightest class. If we can't get out of here, I'm eating one of those knees. Because they're yeah. looking meaty as yeah. they're scraping back and forth against my little puppy. This is actually, this was this knee was in one of the original Terrible Turkey Sandwiches. Oh, my God. Um, you know what we really like to do when we start off the show? And we like to be very consistent about this. We never really don't do this in any particular episode. We've been very, very structured in the format of the show for the last 10 years. We've been very disciplined. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm the kind of guy. Let me just say something about myself. Uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm the kind of guy. And I think I may have said this on a previous episode, but I'm going to say it again. On my bucket list, there's only one item. And that's bucket for the list. That's to never make a bucket list. <laughs> I love that. Right? And you've you've one signed item. it off. One item. You signed off on yeah. it already. Yeah. yeah. You got that in the old bucket. Yeah. So, and I've already accomplished it, so I feel like I can die a happy man. People are saying buckets a lot more in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And just in general. People are saying in the finance world, they're saying, well, you put You're in right. this bucket. You're right. But then that's not all you got to going on. You got a yeah. bucket over here. You got some, you know, you got your house money bucket. Yeah. You know that's what else they're saying thing. a lot? Bucket's a really funny word, so I appreciate it for that reason, but it's a stupid expression. It's stupid. Here's another expression I'm getting tired of very quickly. But what else can you do? Trash can? You got your trash cans yeah. here, your waste basket. Your you know waste what to call basket. it that. Yeah. How about this? Um, this your is soup one. bowl. That's what they should say. Your soup can. Yeah. You got one soup can with got a lot of soup cans. Soup cans. Got a, soup got a cans lot of soup cans. And, uh, yeah. Here's another one everyone's saying all of a sudden. It checks a lot of boxes. Yeah. That's a new one. That's that's one too that a lot of people are saying. It checks a lot of boxes, which shows we've been checking too many boxes as a species. You or know? we've got too many boxes to check. Yeah. Have we talked about dying as a, a happy man? Have we talked about the? I wish we knew how we died so that we could do everything else that's fun 
because you know, I think that'd be a great superpower almost. If you knew what you died of, you could do all the other fun things and, you know, that you would like to continue doing. Right. Right. If I always you, thought if I know how I'm going to die, then I could do go ahead and the die other stuff. all the other ways that I could. Well, yeah, you knew you couldn't die from it. So you'd start skydiving, start doing things that maybe you would not have the courage to do. You're like, I didn't die from oh, it. Oh, I understand. But here's the thing. You could get harmed could or get maimed. Hurt. Yeah. Right. I just thought of that. That's a bad one. Shoot. <laughs> you just thought of that. You're like, ooh, that kind of brings that. We, hey, that checks a few less boxes in the superhero that category. Doesn't, that doesn't check all the boxes I'd like. It doesn't. I like doing this in the uh, little pre Green room, green room. The preen room. room. The preen room. The preen room. Yes. That's pre-green room. This show's going to be called Live from the Preen Room. <laughs> I love it. I like it. The pre-green room. I love it. P-R-E-E-N. Welcome to, to the you. preen room radio. Because <laughs> look. Where you might be suffocated. Claustrophobia 24-7, 7-24. We've talked about this, and I, I, I think, but I'm not sure, so I'm just going to say it again. I used to chew tobacco. And I thought it was a great vice. I would just chew tobacco while I watched movies or while I drove or played baseball. Those three uh, times. That's it. Right? And I, it was never an addiction. And when I stopped, I could stop on a dime and I would stop for a year. But it did enhance those three activities for me. Right? Really? I know it's gross. I know there's some people listening out there. Like, it's gross. It's I didn't not think that you, gross, it's gross. It's gross. You're spitting. You got a cup. It's not the greatest thing. I, I'm not going to, like, defend it. Don't That's go why out. you want to do it while you're driving. But it was a great. Do you spit it out the window? No. No. <laughs> no. Don't. No. I'd why have not? a cup. I'd have a cup. <laughs> you. you some would get on the, the window and the door. Look, I know it's a gross habit. It wasn't an addiction, like I said, but it did enhance those activities. Right. And I wasn't the type of thing where I'd wake up the next day and need to chew or need to. In fact, I would always do it so seldom that uh, I would chew um, a Kodiak. Right. That and was your, and I would like that was your can. What they call would, that? Yeah, that's my brand. Is that yeah. What you say? Well, and I would I would chew like two two times out of a tin, and it would get stale because I did it so seldom, and then I throw it away. All and this makes it sound like you've got a problem. It was a great it was a great vice because I would I would enjoy it. It would make me look forward to a movie or a long drive, and mm. it relaxed me. And there was no after effects the next day. And I quit because I, if I'm one of those cases of people that lose their life over something that's stupid or lose their jaw, not a great situation. You'd be like, right. God, I could have quit at any time. That was kind of stupid. But if you knew what you died of. You'd be a choo-choo-chewing down the railroad. <laughs> Choo-choo. Kodiak. <laughs> I uh, and if I do die, I don't want people. I don't like it when people. I don't like it when they. If I do die, did you hear me say that? Yeah, I did. As if there's some ways around this. There might be. You never know. By the time I get there, maybe. Are we still optimistic about that? That they're going to figure a way out of this? Radical life extension. That's um, what they're talking about, which yeah. is that you could maybe prolong your life by another like 15, 20 years. I don't I want people to be more honest at my funeral. I don't want I don't like the dishonesty at the funerals for people like Jack died doing what he loved, sitting on his porch with his wife Becky. You know, like drinking lemonade. It I want to drinking be more lemonade and being sucked off by trained dogs. <laughs> <laughs> 
should do more stuff. I wanted like to that. be more honest. Like, he died doing what he loved, giving himself fellatio after spending <laughs> years and years removing rib bones and uh, and, and apprenticing and apprenticing and apprenticing a contortionist. Ah, oh, Jack, we'll miss you, but you'll miss your own penis and your proprietary mouth and that beautiful contortionist you met at the New Jersey Railroad Circus. I mean, Jack died doing what he loved, smoking crack, playing Donkey Kong. Yeah. Like, more honesty, you know? Jack died doing what he loved, sitting on his porch with his wife, Becky, making racially insensitive comments about his neighbors, right? Like, just something more honest about And then people are like, yeah, we really knew Jack, you know? Because I think people, after they die, seem more grandiose than when they're living. Maybe we should appreciate them while they're alive. I think that's the... Oh, God, that would be the key. That's the People would say, you know what? People know what you love about them when they're alive. After you die, you're going to be a legend, so... We're jumping around here, but let people know what you, how you feel about them when they're alive. And I'm going to do a practical living in the modern age. And I know this is unprecedented to start a show with it, but we are. It's on this. We're all we are, over the map. We are left of center. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. We're in the preen room. We can do what we want. Once we get into the green room, it's if we be do, because that door, that door is locked. I'm going to need a hair pick, and I'm going to need it quick. <laughs> I. Uh, I'm not talking about my. I've been, I've been stick. <laughs> Not talking about my love stick. Love my swizzle stick. My honey stick. My honey stick. My wife, I've been cutting the kids' hair uh, for the last two years, and I think I'm doing a pretty darn good job. Even the grandparents say so. Yeah. And I want to cut April's hair. Uh, she hasn't cut her hair in two years, and I think she's going to let me. It's an act of trust. I go, look, you have to. It's like that game where you, you, know, you fall and someone catches you. You want to do it? Oh no, I'm terrified. But I've you know I've, put, I've thrown down the gauntlet. Why? Huh? I don't want to screw it up. Well, no, she, I don't think you can. She screw gives it up. you haircuts. No, I don't. I don't have hair. I wouldn't trust. <laughs> I wouldn't trust her with a razor. I cut my own hair. Well, you know, when you get to this point, you don't need to be. Uh, you know. Yeah, you outsourcing. Just, the, the she job. ever shaved your head? <laughs> no, she hasn't. I mean, then so you don't trust her. You don't need to outsource the job, you know. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Wait. So that's why. A lot, yeah. So why are you? I don't. She wants you to cut her hair. She's ready. I've been begging her to let me cut her hair for the last like year. But do you want to cut her hair? I, I do. I want to see what happens. But I'm just. I am a little terrified. She's going to get mad at me if it doesn't really pan out. And you think you would be no a strategy. good hairstylist? All I've been do doing... you understand that I don't understand why you're going to cut her hair? Because I've done such a great job with these two kids. I honestly think I might have a gift that I was. Oh, you but I was see. on. So was you've on, been cutting your son's it's hair. Time to move up to the major leagues because my son's. Well, they, you know, kids look good regardless, and their hair's so curly. Whatever I do, it it works out. But I'm ready to go to the next level, and it's it's a little nerve wracking because the next level is living in my house. Did you have curly hair? I could seek retribution if it doesn't go well. Oh, I did yeah. have really curly hair. It was not bad. It really wasn't. <laughs> it's not, it was bad. not a bad situation. It wasn't terrible hair. Do you ever grow that out on the sides? Before you met me, I, you know, every guy that loses their hair goes through a phase where they... It's not a state of denial. They just don't realize how tight they've got to keep it or else it's going to come straight out. With a what, a comb over? No, I never even bothered with that. But you, I was literally <laughs> losing my hair, like even practically high school. Like it was, really? I had a, yeah, Why? starting to. Do you have a lot of angst. Your mother's a lot father, of angst. a lot of angst. <laughs> what about your mother's father? Was he bald? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he was, but my father's father was. It's supposed to go on your mother's side. Yeah, I think so, but I. I don't think anybody knows. You think it yeah. was anxiety for you? I don't. I don't think it was. I just think it's a genetic thing. But uh, I never really cared that much. I've told you the only you thing. The only time I care is when people say like. You know, you look like Jeff Bezos. I'm like, you know, is it, does every single bald person look the same to you? Like, is it, do we have to, I find it insulting. You know, I hate being compared to people. It's really yeah, like, you no, don't, people you don't, don't look to, anything like Jeff People Bezos. go to Jeff Bezos. You think they, you look like Cash Levy. It bothers me. And then I always respond that way. I'm always like, no, Jeff Bezos looks like me. If any of us look like each other. I, fuck I, face. I think. I always think throw in a fuck face. <laughs> Always throwing a fuck face. The Cash Levy way. Um, I do think it's weird. Um, yeah, because you don't look... I didn't even think about that because you've told me this before. But I didn't even think about the fact that you don't look anything like Jeff Bezos. And so that is... And I'm getting a lot insult. lately. I'm getting is, that a lot lately. But it is kind of... Because he's not... He's not He's not He's an attractive of, man. It's really an insult. And they think they're comparing me to someone who has a lot of money, which somehow that would I'd appreciate. That's not a compliment. Yeah, it's weird to be like, you know, you look like Elon Musk. And it's like, but I don't have his money. Why? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're actually saying, you're not saying, you know, you have the drive and ambition yeah, yeah. of an Elon exactly. Musk. Exactly. The it's thing that's least relevant about this person, that's what you've got. Hey, the only thing, the only reason <laughs> this guy's getting laid, uh, you don't have that. <laughs> You're just handsome. <laughs> so I don't like that. Now, look, we're getting back to a practical living in the modern age because I really wanted to say this. I told, I said, you should, you should tell people how you feel about them while they're alive because you don't want to regret it later. But you also, uh, and there's a practical living in the modern age, I think you should go to every single wedding you can if you have a, a chance to go because you do regret missing weddings. When you see those friends later or whatever and they talk about their wedding, you're like, you know, I should have fucking canceled that gig in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. The yeah, one-nighter in Birmingham, miss, I should have. Right. Yeah, it's hard. I'm just saying I, I've, the, I've, missed I've missed weddings. weddings. The weddings I've missed, I regret. That's all I'm saying. Every I mean, single one. Every single I mean, one. The, the weddings that I have to miss, it's always because of um, extenuating circumstances. Like I'm not allowed out of the country. And then, um, yeah, I miss them for gigs, but I don't know that I can afford to miss yeah, I a know. gig. No, there's good reasons. But you're right. No, every wedding is fun. I feel like the myth... Something interesting, I something... I think the myth of boring yeah. weddings is over because people are so much more honest about how much they want to drink. There's the destination wedding it's of so it It's so fun to talk to the person you went with and just discuss it afterwards and kind of evaluate well, and what during, they saw. And during, it's a say, big life event. Look at these people, yeah. It's look at these motherfuckers. They all look like Jeff Bezos, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but like you do, you you get really like, um, you. It's, it's just one of life's experiences and... When you see that person for the UB's rest of their life, invited to a lot more weddings than we do. Well, for the rest of their life, uh, you feel a connection to them, and they feel a connection to you. Absolutely. It does. It does not enhance the friendship to not go to people's weddings. It doesn't crush it, but it's just fun to have that to, to be like. I well, remember you wedding. lose you lose some credibility as a friend compared to the people that they maybe exactly. didn't know that much, but made the effort to come. To Everybody the else gets over on you, you know. And then when you need a favor. They're like, fuck That's a you. They go, fuck you. Fuck face. And throwing a fuck face there at the end. I was throwing a fuck face. The Cash Levy way. But you know what we like to do sometimes when we start the show? We like to start it off with a triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, one, 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 one. Triple banger There's lightning one round. Foul, baby. 
Do you think a lot of adults just have kids because they want an excuse to keep eating mac and cheese? Because I think chicken tenders big. is it's in big. the mix too. <laughs> because I love chicken tenders. In fact, that's why I became a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Because whenever I work, I can eat chicken tenders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I you say it so. that way every time too. I mean, Chicken tenders. Yeah, I do love it, and that's a good TJ impression right there, <laughs> with the low voice. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that um, I think that the yeah, you do want to be able to order pizza and eat mac and cheese and kind of right be on their diet every once in a while. Because so fun. My mother loves fast food, and so a lot of times we had Popeyes fried chicken yeah. for dinner. We had pizza a lot of nights for dinner, and then she only made like hamburgers, flank steak, which was delicious, yeah. and uh, cheese smothered burritos. That was it. How often do you eat off the kids' menu? Because that's another fringe benefit which I did not realize before I had kids. But I it's, don't eat it's off the great. kids' menu. Is it? You have to have well, a kid there, right? Portions. Do you have to have a kid there? I think you that's do. just the thing. I don't think the portions are that small. Really, it's uh, shocking. I I always say in a lot of places. I say, really hey, I want to order from the kids' menu. The kids in the car. And they're like, where? And I'm like, I said, in the car. And they're like, this is a drive-thru, sir. Show me where in the car. You should use that. You don't have to write it down. It's right here on the podcast. You can I've come. never heard the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not even so, once. Because it's in weird? beta now. It's in beta, the podcast. That's true. Yeah. So that's, you know... Um, Just all right, like on this theme... Shorts. Well, let's talk. Let's And then... I mean, so the answer is yes, for sure. Yes, I think it's one of the fringe benefits that's not that fringe. Yeah. Thank you, guys, and I'll see you next week right here. And by next week, I mean in the next couple seconds. <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> you know, this is another one uh, along these same lines. Um, Trill Bang and Lightning Round, question two. Question two, 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 two. two. Children's aspirin. Should it be considered a, a food group? It's is it tasty. delicious? It is. So Isn't are the Flintstones great? vitamins, but that only you get better on that one, you know. So both, maybe, right? Because um, that's another reason to have kids for the uh, for the children's aspirin. Yeah, I mean, I would say that. Um, I would say that. I mean, do you remember the chewable Flintstones vitamins? Yeah, they were delish. That's what I'm saying. I would pop like five or six of those. They were so delicious. But You're doing good things for your body. Nothing bad can happen. And that's why you look so tall. You know who did not take uh, vitamin? Flintstones chewables? Jeff Bezos. That's why yeah, he's that Joey bald guy that I look exactly <laughs> like. I mean, we couldn't pick us. You couldn't even pick us apart. You know, out of he's a just a weird looking guy. Yeah, and we, we look identical. Now all the 12 and a half is going to write me notes and show pictures of us. And they're going to. Darken, People don't really darken him and give him a little more of a swarthy look. And they're yeah, like, look, you're the same. The swarthy you're look. identical. Well, you know, even if we did look similar, I don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear. It. People don't you know that say thing I where look you thought, like anyone anymore. You, you know, you, you know that thing where you thought you were like a unique person. Um, that's the part of you that it you were really the case. Yeah, yeah, that was not. The, there's actually you're you're a dime a dozen. Yeah, one dime. A dozen people. You're no one, worth exactly point. See that that eight six cents. <laughs> that's good. That I mean, no one compares you to anybody. Not anymore. I think people used to compare me to 
Prince William. Kate just saw a picture of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when he was younger, I guess he and I looked really similar. And then some people have said like Seth Rogen in the past. People have said Jonah Hill to me. Yeah. There's been some very strange, you know, things uh, that I've been sort of compared to. I don't know, you know. I mean, yeah, I, people don't anymore. They don't really say, you know, I mean, you, one of your like, best- you know what people say? They say, I look, this is true. I get this a lot. You look exactly like our friend Greg or something. Right. So they say, I look exactly like their but friend. you can call him really Jimmy fun. or James. What? That's a callback to our last episode. <laughs> but you can call him Jimmy or James or uh, JJ. I don't know. It's up to you, you what you want to yeah, call him. You, but he looks a lot like you. <laughs> you can call him Jimmy Swarthy Face or Swarthy Dick if you want to. Uh, so that I get, and I actually get a fair amount. I think that's pretty funny because I'm like, really? Like, and then sometimes I'll ask them to show me pictures of them and they look a lot like me. Or I should say, I look a lot like them. And that's always freaky. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Look, I think one group of people kind of said they came because I looked so much like him. And I said, why didn't he come? And there was something where I was like, oh, he couldn't make it. And I'm like, yeah, was it that he was embarrassed? Like he didn't want to come to see the guy that looks like him. Like, I just don't understand that. And I think one time they're like, ah, we don't get along with him that well. Like we mostly know him from school. Yeah. So they didn't even bring him, but they came to the show because they know somebody they don't like that looks like me. <laughs> Brutal juice. Brutal That's juice. That's what that is. I, I mean, what, I think one of my favorite jokes of yours, I know you don't like to do jokes on the on the show, like pre, you know, pre-written jokes that you've done on stage. But sure. the smile joke is just brilliant. It's, it's. It just, you know what? It checks every box. Checks all the buckets. All the buckets. It checks the buckets and it fills the box. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the red cups are uh, filled. Thank you. <laughs> it has a ping pong ball in every cup. That's another good one. They should do that one. God damn it. That's uh, a good one. Instead of it checks every box, that puts a ping pong ball in every cup. Yeah, that's, that's a good, a good, one. good that's one. That's better than book, bucket. Yeah. I like soup cans and I like... Yeah. I like it puts a ping pong ball in every cup. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. It's a little bit longer, but it's it's much funnier. I'm going to start using that exact one okay. in real life in Hollywood okay. for sure. Okay. okay. Here's something I've been doing in real life. This is another practical living, which I think people would enjoy. You want to make someone feel good about themselves? People like finding things, right? So you walk over to someone and you go, have you seen my warrior's hat? My Golden State Warrior's hat? <laughs> TJ. Have you seen my hat? I can't find it. No, I haven't. When you ask people, I'm wearing a Golden State Warriors hat right now. When See, I didn't ask, even know that. When you ask people to find something that's already on your body, it makes you seem stupid, which makes other people feel great. Yeah, that's true. Right? I mean, it's a lot go, of, oh, it's on your head. A lot of careers. Yeah. Think, thinking in their mind, they go, you know, I'm not stupid enough to do that. Exactly. I've this got my life together because. Yeah, I, I can't believe you brought this up because I saw a guy at the LAX. No, it wasn't the LAX airport. It was it was Burbank or something. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he like, yeah, it was an older guy. And he goes, I think I left my sunglasses at the restaurant or the restroom. I couldn't tell which one he said. And then he looked and they were right on him. He put them in his shirt. Uh, or he was wearing them. Yeah. He might have been wearing them, actually. Yeah. And he said, oh, God, I'm wearing the damn things. 
And that is a weird moment. When you're younger, you seem like a cool person who's just not got it together. You're kind of scattered. You must be creative. When you're older, it's like, oh, boy, is this it? This is the end here. Yeah, they're like, hey, this we guy's really losing let drive me. anymore. Have yeah. you seen my shirt? Have you seen my... Uh, you're wearing it right now. My Schwitz shirt? It right now. The Schwitz? I'm wearing it right now. I love the Schwitz. You know what I've been doing? We got to go back there. You know, it's open yeah. during the pandemic. Did you know that? I believe it. And those I guys, went. Those guys didn't believe in any and of And I went. Kind of, I know. Well, they that just kind of think hogwash. That, that makes them invincible is doing yeah. the Schwitz. I know. The Schwitz will cure any COVID. So I right? went there. I had a steak. I had some food. I went down there. I kept my mask on in the steam room. But yeah. I, and the actual Schwitz. And the actual Did you get a um, Schwitz? A Plaza? No. Plaza, which is still but the I, craziest thing. I sat up. With branches, I sat near the oven so that I wasn't around other people because they weren't wearing masks. Yeah, and uh, so I was fucking burning alive just to be safe, you know, to be cautious. Yeah, Yeah. but it felt great going there, man. Yeah, I believe it. Was the main guy still there? Oh yeah, love that guy. But he had had something else. I think something else happened with him health wise. Oh really? But he's doing, you know, I mean, it's still people. And I'm not sure they closed at all. I think when if they shut down Ohio at all, if they shut down Cleveland, I think the Schwitz still was going on. You can make a case that's the worst place in the world for COVID, but you all can make a case it's the best place. That that? actually, that it could cure COVID. Just with the cold plunge and and the flatulations and... What was it called? The plaza. But it's definitely the, the whole... humidity allows the virus to travel better. So it's like <laughs> I know. Yeah, steam. I I would guess the former, but I still I admire that you went. And that's the thing. You know what you're going to die of. So you were just like, I'm just going to go. That's right. I found out I'm going to die slipping and drowning in the plunge pool. Yeah. So I just stayed Schwitzen <laughs> and a Witzen. Schwitzen and Witzen. Schwitzen. Schwitzen and a schnitzlin. That's when you go schwitzing and you eat wiener schnitzel. And I, I didn't go in the plunge pool, but I was schwitzen and schnitzel. There's no schnit. There's no snitches. There's no snitches. At snitches the get schnitzels yeah. at schwitzes. Snitches. Uh, snitches. snitches get schnitzels. Snitches get at schwitzes. Wiener schnitzel. Yeah. Snitches gets uh, that has to be snitzels. a catch. It's so hard. That's the that it has is the to be hardest, a catchphrase. That is the be. hardest tongue twister. That's the first. That's the first catchphrase. Yeah, that catchphrase, is yeah. a yeah cash yeah. phrase. Yeah. Okay, it's the first cash phrase that is also a tongue twister. Um, snitches get schnitzels at switches. You gotta yeah. try it. say that three times fast. Snitches get schnitzels. At Schwitzes. Okay. And um, once is good. Once is good. It's snitches hard to do. get snitzels at snitches. It gives you like a, a <laughs> snitches get snitch gives snitch. you like a frozen headache. What are those schnitzels. things called? Yeah, brain freeze. <laughs> gives you a brain freeze. <laughs> snitches get schnitzels at Schwitzes. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've heard in a while, dude. That's that is, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that out loud and uh that's what it's gonna be. Okay, so sh- 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 yeah. golly, it again, it's so again. hard. Snitches, snitches get, get snitchel, schnitzels. Sni- no. sni- sni- wiener schnitzel. Schnitzel. Schnitzel, that's what it is. Snitches, snitches get schnitzels. Schnitzels, sh- schnitzels at, at schnitzels. Yeah. Snitches get schnitzels. That, that should be the secret code to the so 12 and a half. It's schwitz. 
But yeah, it really should be because like they want to get into a like a speakeasy, a twelve and a half speakeasy. Snitches, schnitzels, schwitzes. <laughs> that is so hard. Yeah, I could see. I could see like. 12 and a half practicing that. Here's what Siri wrote down from what I was just saying. I just got hit so hard. Snitches get snitch or snap. Wiener schnitzel schnitzel. That snitches get a snitch. Denzel's expenses. Denzel Washington's expenses (laughs) was in there. I think that's Uh, I think that's right on. So yeah, that's the code word. If you're truly a 12 and a half -er, that should be the code at the Schwitz. We yeah. should call them and tell them that that the twelve and a half should get a discount if they go to Schvi- uh, the Schwitz in Cleveland because there is like a door we'll thing. Pay for there it. is a special door where like a thing opens where people look through and you have to like tell them, you know, who you are. Snitches get schnitzels. It's a, it's a building schnitzels. covered with ivy. You wouldn't know that it's a Schwitz. Right, I mean, I think it's, that's it's the hidden. whole thing. And yeah. there's no uh, it's like a speakeasy. It is like a speakeasy. You can smoke in there. You can drink. Yeah, and it's got no. Um, there's no sign. Nowhere does it say. There's just a valet guy. Yeah, yeah. I love that place. I, I would go back to Cleveland. Any, one States. of the greatest experiences we've had. And you always like to do shows in strange places. That's why we're in the uh, preen room doing this show. We're That's in the why preen we're room, in. but it was really making. But, uh, it's really making me laugh about how when we, when I called him, and I know that I talked about this on the Schwitz episodes. Yeah, the Schwitz episodes. Yeah, I really had the funniest conversation with that guy trying to figure out if that was a gay yeah bathhouse. Yeah, I remember. I was concerned that you know. Yeah, you were concerned also, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. In a uh, word, yes. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't. Nothing against that. I just didn't want to have that uh, particular experience uh, before a two-show evening. Yeah, no. One I show maybe. maybe, but I, I you know, <laughs> Sundays I yeah, do it Sunday, every time. Yeah, you know, that's the artistic show. But, <laughs> but you know, it was a two-show Saturday, and I didn't know, you know. Well, I it was hard to say to him because I just danced around. I don't yeah, know why, but I kind of danced around the like, the sort of the gay bathhouse yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like so what kind of clientele do you have he's like mostly men it's really just men we have a a women's day but it's almost primarily men and then it's like okay um do they lie close to each other or how does yeah. that yeah and he goes well there's beds where you can lie down okay. and take a nap yeah. if you want to and I was just like, I guess, and I really remember, I was like, I guess I'll risk it because we went and we risked yeah. it, right? Well, and when I walked in, I still wasn't sure. Yeah, you kind of look around and you're like, hmm, I don't know. But that's how weird our society is that yeah. men can't be naked around each other without being like, are these guys gay? Like, it was the like, steaks and the cigars where I was like, those are manly activities. Yeah, I know that sounds terrible. Good. No, it's great. It sounds I mean, terrible to say that, though. Clear. That's like, really like, it's so stereotypical. No, but you, it's not. It's not. It's real. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, they, yeah, they were there to feel good naked. Yeah. However their body looked, nobody cares after a little while. It's just like big deal. And they were eating steak. And we talked about this, but eating steak and towels. Yeah. Smoking cigars and drinking vodka. Like, I don't know what's better than that. That's the best way to get away from your wife. Yeah. It's the best place to go to be like, I want a complete I remember change. someone sitting next to me uh, near the Plaza area and just going, I don't think my marriage would have survived without this place. Because it's That's like you need right, a place really. to go where you're where you're not can't be tracked down and that's but that's again we've talked about getting away from your cell phone part of it's the cell phone you have to be get away from place you have to get to places where you can't be reached right the cell and phones are can't. this electrical or electronic tether like they're like a 
and they're a weight that we're carrying around. Yeah, That's it's how tough I feel. to get a hold of you, but it doesn't make me that mad. But other friends of yours get mad, right? They do. Sometimes it makes me I've mad. I've tried to explain I really it to everybody. need you, but you know, people can't get in touch with you if there's I an know. emergency. My wife, here's a um, practical living in the modern age. My wife, um, K8, as you know her, but I, I call her my wife in this because she lately has been texting me and saying, I'm going to be in acupuncture right now. If there's an emergency, call the call the office. And she'll say that in a lot of places when she can't be reached. She yeah. said, if there's an emergency. And I'm always wondering, like, what is the emergency? Well, is so she what sure she that do? I might get into yeah. an emergency? Like, yeah. be in an emergency? And she just started doing this. And I think maybe it's she's going through medical stuff. So she's sort of projecting, kind of saying, if there's an emergency, think about it and make sure to call the right people. I don't know. Isn't that well, strange? It, well, but I guess it's a good idea. A I'd like if you said, if there's an emergency, you should leave a message. Like, if there's an emergency, please call my manager, right, April Mahanahan, yeah. and get in touch with her. I mean, it's just a generational thing, though. And it, I mean, at a certain point, you know, it was just the only way to reach someone was when they were ready to get back to you. That's when they got home and they were checking messages. Right. And that might happen every three or four days. And I liked those expectations better. The expectations you'll get back to people immediately is a real burden. And, you know, it's stressful. It creates stress. It's a bummer. I actually I mean, learned that's from what all the, Mark sorry, Wahlberg that you shouldn't text back right away. Yeah. You should well, always text back on your own timeline. When you're ready to... to, to dial it in and communicate when when there's not other stuff going on that way that person has your undivided attention i mean it's that's that's what all the meditation stuff all these meditation groups that's what they're trying to do they're trying to tell people step away from your cell phone right now one more thing i wanted to tell you before we do a couple maskers and then we try to break out of the the preen room um real quick uh i've been hiding my uh wife's phone and then i'm the guy that found it Wow, that's hysterical. Is that to, true? Have you been? Yeah. Oh my God! What a then great you become way the hero. Great. You yeah, become the hero. You're looking frantically. You're just like, I don't know where it is, honey. And then you pull it out, and you're like, What? How did it get here? And she says, Where did I put my phone five times a day? At anyway. least. April loses her phone when you're. I mean, when you're a hoarder like she is, um, she hoards object she also hoards i don't know if you know that she hoards grievances but um yeah. she, <laughs> <laughs> we use that on stage i'm gonna that's try that great. i'm actually gonna oh, try that tonight so but um yeah you she she loses things all the time and so um you can be a hero if you just lose them for her and then find them and then you find them i did a thing i lied to kate for the first time in a long time and i never lie to her so um she she found a cockroach. We've had cockroaches at our place in Los Angeles. And so there was a cockroach, gigantic, and it's my job to kill the cockroach. Yeah. That's one of my jobs yeah. that yeah. she never does. Yeah. She does it when I'm not in town. She does it a lot then. Yeah. But I got to get one of my own. Did you just knock on wood? No. Okay. And so, um, so I, she will grab one of my shoes because my shoes are size 14. And then she'll smash the cockroach. And this time... She found it. She told me to go in there and I hit it once and then it got away and I couldn't find it. And so then she said, and then what I did is I faked. No, I was trying to track it and then it got away. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This thing's just going to. So I faked. I slapped the ground with my shoe. (laughs) And then I said, oh, this motherfucker. (laughs) Golly, that was a tough one. All right. Got to wash off the shoe and I'll come right in. (laughs) 
And then I That's went great. in and she said, you get him? And I go, yeah, yeah, I got him. I, I got, got him. him. I got him. And then she goes into the other room and it's right there on the fucking curtain. <laughs> you didn't say that's another one, right? That's what I said. That's his, and that's she's his like, mate. That's his mate. She, she was like, what the hell? Oh, my God. So then yeah. I, I really hunted that one. Yeah. And I tried a couple times, but then I killed it. And um, she said, did you lie to me about that first one? And I said, yeah, but it wasn't going to really hurt you. And. It's not gonna come into the bedroom. She's like, I can't believe you lied. I said, I need you to get sleep. We're going through these medical things. Like you've got to get sleep. Yeah. It's more important. So she wasn't really pissed at me, but that was very strange. I was yeah. full on prepared to lie to her and never I tell her. It. I love it. Oh wait, they're about to write. They're ready to let us into the green room. Oh, are you guys from the all green set? room? Oh wait, but wait, they want. Password? Are there tiny sandwiches in there? We need to. Apparently, there's a password to get back into the the green room. Because all we have in the preen room is the toothpicks that go through tiny sandwiches. Okay, we're, we're, we'll give you the password. Minute, the password is snitches, snitches get schnitzels at schvitzes. At <laughs> 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 <laughs>